Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Royal Sports World Grand Prix on Sky Sports. A very, very warm welcome. Here it is, day five of the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. And this is the fallout bar. Yes, we have a better looking cast number tonight. Normally, because Jack McGowan's not here, everybody. <laughs> I, I, I had to get one joke in there, but it's been a painful night for him, which we will come on to a little bit later. Uh, Jonathan, in, uh, in your top left-hand corner of your screen, if you're looking, if you're watching uh, listening to this podcast, it doesn't really make a difference. But I'll introduce everybody here. Uh, Jonathan, in your top left, on your top right, we've got Charlie Hopper. In your bottom right, we've got Cameron Farley, but we are going to start with the woman in the bottom left-hand corner, Sarah and Kinsella from Title Sponsors, Boyle Sports. Sarah, good evening. I am knackered. I can't imagine what you must be like at the venue. What a night. Hey, lads. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Some superb matches again, and we're already looking for the action tomorrow with the crowd tonight. The full has 500 people there, and you really feel tonight. The atmosphere was electric, and uh, on to tomorrow night now. It sounded like it was a lot more busier tonight in, in, in the uh, in the venue. I mean, the, the, the crowd scenes were built day by day over there, and tonight they were very loud in the uh, in Leicester. They were, yeah. So Sunday we had a full house, and then it quietened down from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then again tonight, and for the rest of the tournament now it's a full house. That's fifteen hundred people. So, you know, the more the better. You could really, really see the difference in the crowd tonight, and it just lifted everyone's spirits. Everyone had a brilliant night, and so wait now tomorrow you talked about full house have we given out any more full house trophies tonight have we been getting we any more money did, to park we, 
one we're now uh, five and a half grand now for Parkinson's which is absolutely amazing so look I, I reckon we're going to get a few more rest of the tournament um, but yeah look we were actually expecting a few more tonight so we only got the one but still it's another 500 quid so that's nothing to be sniffed at are you Definitely. lot of oil sports going to be all right or not? Or like, are we giving too much away right now? God, no. I mean, we, we want them. We want them as much money as we can. We wouldn't have to do it if we couldn't afford it. Do you know what I mean? So, come on, lads. The more full houses, the better. And we must talk about now the the, the, the betting markets because somehow, some way, that all Welsh final is still on right now. What are the latest odds right now that you guys have got over at the title sponsors for oil sports? Yeah, I was actually, you know, most nights we talk about the name, the finalists, and it was 2 to 1 yesterday for Gerwin Price and Johnny Clayton. Now, the prices aren't updated yet, but they might be in the next few minutes, so I'll keep it open in front of me. But I'll just go through the outright with you. So, Gerwin Price, 8 to 11 from 5 to 4. is no surprise there, lads. Johnny is 9 to 4 from 100 to 30. Danny is 8 to 1 from 12 to 1. And Stephen Bunting is 9 to 1 from 14 to 1. And look, we have um, that Johnny Clayton Danny Nopen match priced up for tomorrow night as well. The other one I'm still waiting on for to come in. But Johnny is 2 to 5 favourite. Danny is 19 to 10. And I really do think they're going to be a match. They're both playing exceptional. I know Johnny was very critical of his performance tonight that he made a few mistakes. And he said if he could count, he'd be dangerous. Like, sure, look, that's the way it goes. And I said to him, it doesn't matter. Still, you're in the semi-final of the World Sports Grand Prix. It's all going well. So, look, we're delighted to see him. And finally, first of all, two things. First of all, I'm absolutely loving the fact that you're part of the three-stripe life. Absolutely all for that, 100% uh, earlier on today. And secondly, and more importantly, what are we doing tonight? Are we going out for we going out for, for, for a couple of drinks as we uh, head, as we near the end, of, sadly, of the World Sports World Grand Prix tonight? Actually, yeah, we are going tonight. It's actually my day off tomorrow, lads. Whoop, whoop. So, uh, oh, hello. Here we go. The boss man is actually over today as well. So it's great to have him here. My colleague, Ema Breen, who this is our first of working together. And I love it to bits. She's a great colleague. She's um, really great to work with. And it's, it's obviously uh, last year over in Coventry. It was a bleak affair. I was on my own doing the with no crowd there. So now it's totally different. We have a crowd. Our colleagues are here. And we're getting the most out of this. And the player, the managers, everyone, the PDC, Moda Starts, everyone is so engaged in sharing our content. And you can see from the social media, people are loving this World Sports World Grand Prix. And you know, we will be sad to see the end of it, but we can't wait to see who's going to claim that £110,000 price. Have you got the odds on the upset final? Of have I got the, the odds for which? Yeah, Not for Stephen Bunting, Danny Knockup final. No, the the, the the places aren't. I have them open in front of me, but the traders just haven't updated them just yet. I'd say they're not they're yet. That second semi final up, but yeah, but hopefully if they're not there yet, but they will be there soon. So even if you just keep an eye on it on on your channel after I drift off, we'll come up for you. No problem at all, Sarah. No we will thank you, Sarah, again. Yeah, no worries at all, Sarah. Thank you very very much indeed for joining us here on the Fallout Bar. You've been absolutely amazing. We will. Well, will we see you tomorrow? I don't think we will. Will we? Because you're having a day off. I know, actually, Laz, just Enjoy your day off. I, I have a market here in front of me. Price be the field. That's only good to you. Heroin price, eight to in the field, even money. And I just got another one in there. Nine darter is being pushed out to 14 to one from 10 to one. They just came in there just now. Sorry to interrupt you. Don't apologize. We, 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 we enjoy it. Like I say, Sarah, if we don't see you tomorrow because it's your day off, thank you so, so much for all the work that you guys have done with us throughout the week. It's been absolutely amazing. Enjoy, if you can, what Leicester has to offer, and we will uh, see you soon. Take it easy. 
I will actually be on tomorrow night, lads. I won't let you down. I'll still be chatting to you. So I wouldn't do that now at all. So I'll still be on tomorrow night. I'm going to come to the venue anyway to enjoy the night as a customer for the first time. I'll be screaming in the crowd. So I can't wait. Thanks very much for having me, lads. Thank you, Lisa. Have a great night. Good night. Cheers, there we go, Sarah Kinsella from Boyle Sports, our fantastic partners who've been working with us throughout the week. Charlie and Cam, we can now say good evening to you as well. Um, Charlie, we'll come to you first. Um, I'd call that an interesting night, to be brutally honest. Two OK games. Uh, well, one great game, one OK, and three meh games is probably my honest opinion on it. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. Um, there was a real mixed bag of games, wasn't there? Um, and I think it was just sort of the the way that it was going, the quality in some of the, the games just really wasn't there. Um, and we kind of expected it to be there. Um, but, you know, it, it's kind of gone the way that a lot of us thought it would have gone tonight. Um, and, you know, Price is still in it. Clayton's still in it. Noppert's now going through and, and Bunting's there. So, you know, we're in for a really good um, semi-final between between the four of them. Yeah, Cam, I mean, what, what, we'll, we'll turn your, our attention now to the first quarter-final that we're going to talk about. And the, the only, I think, the only really good game of the night, I must be brutally honest on that, was uh, Christoph Ratajski against Johnny Clayton. Um, first of all, we normally take the mick out of you for your betting, but we, we, we also are allowed to give you credit tonight. Congratulations on your fourfold that you have won. Well done. Um, yeah. But on a serious note, that game between Christoph and Johnny could have gone anywhere. But I hate to say it. What did we talk about last night? And what have I tried to drill into our usual host of this show, Jack Gobby-Garwood? Ratajski cannot find doubles in the pressure cooker. You say that, but who did you tip last night, Mr. Giles Eaton? That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> That's not um, the point. No, you are right, though. Um, this is the concern we all have with Rosicki. We know how good he is, how talented he is, but he's still yet to do it on the big stage. And he's still yet to get past the quarterfinal. And as much as he might be good, he might play well, the players that are experienced at doing that will turn him over. And Johnny Clayson is one of those now. Like He may not have been 8, 10, 12 months ago, but right now he is, and he is one of the best in the world. And when it comes down to it, when the pressure's on, he's going to turn it on and he will step it up, whereas Ratajski will stay as being the same level that he always plays at, which is great, really, really good, top-quality player, on the edge of the top 16, but when it matters, he doesn't get it done. Yeah, I, th I think that's the biggest takeaway that I've got from from this game, Charlie. But fair play to Clayton because it was a it was a back and forth game. Both sort of players were breaking each other, holding each other. There wasn't really, I mean, there wasn't really any momentum throughout the game. But Clayton, in the end, just getting the job done. Crucial checkouts at crucial moments, and you can't. That's what you need to do, and he's done it. Fair play to him, and he's now into a semi-final. He's into a ranked semi-final, which is huge for him. Huge. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've just got to look back at the game as a whole. And in sets two and three, both were 3-2. So we went to a last leg decider. So both players were feeding off the scraps that they could to get hold of the game. And, and I, felt like, I felt like in set four, when Johnny went through 3-0, that was sort of the, 
the stage when we thought this may be now shifting towards Johnny Clayton. And as Cam mentioned and, and yourself mentioned last night on the pod, it just seems like Ratajski in those pressure moments can't quite get over the line. And that's what's sort of slipping him up at the moment. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I think for Ratajski was that double 16 with a chance to go 2-1 up in that final set. He's going to be he's going to be in pain after that one, I think. Yeah, two two missed starts at it. It's okay. It's not. It's not like he's had a horror show. He's not missed ten missed starts at a double to go one away from winning the match. But it still hurts. Like even if it's only two, like it's an opportunity and it's two opportunities. You fancy a guy of his quality? The way he got in through most of the match as well. He didn't. He hit. He hit the doubles well, and you kind of thought. He might just hit that, and when he doesn't, then you're in trouble. And if you're going to be in trouble against anyone right now in World Darts, Johnny Clayton is not a man that's going to step off you. He will bash you up, and he will take it, and he will just finish it off. Well, Johnny Clayton bust one, three, four in the second set. It would have been made it 2-0 to him, potentially, if he had set that up really well. But it didn't matter. He came through in five sets. And here's what he had to say afterwards. Yeah, probably. You know, um, I spoke a few languages in, in the back room, a lot of swear words, but, you know, obviously it played on my mind big time. You know, like, it was like do or die at the end of the day. I just came out, I enjoyed myself, and, it ha- you know, it worked for me. No, I'm not embarrassed. I just get things into my head, and I just go for whatever's in my head. And obviously sometimes it's not the right shot. I did go for a big 20, i, I got to be honest, but... Still, it wasn't the right way to go. So, um, you know, that, that's my own fault. As G says there, uh, Clayton's eye contact with the camera was magic. I mean, he was channeling his finger ferrets throughout the entire night. But it is Johnny Clayton that comes through. We'll talk about his opponent in that semi-final towards the end of the show uh, because it's probably the least uh, interesting game. I'm just calling it how I see it tonight. It's 11.45 in the evening. Sod it. Um, Why are you ever do anything else, Charles? (laughs) Also, yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, By the way, Daz has mentioned this in the chat room, asking what it is in the first semi-finals. At least first to four sets, we will talk about it in just a moment. But we need to talk about the second uh, uh, quarter-final uh, of our review here on the Fallout Bar after the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix Day 5. Cam, we will turn to you on this one. And uh, it's not a good night for our gob, is it? He His boy loses in the quarterfinals and then Gerwin Price wins 3-0 against Dave Chisnell. Now, normally I'd be more than happy to, to rip gob for this, but let's be frank about it. That game was dreadful. Was he that good? Well, I want to say something worse, but I fear we get taken Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure it was that good. We have to be professional, don't we? But, yeah, it was um, toss, I think is the best word. We can throw at it without going too far on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't very good at all, was it? Like, and when you get into involved in a game like that with Dave Chisnell, there's one person that's not going to come out on top, and that's Dave Chisnell. Like... He needs to be playing well if he's going to bash up someone like Gervin Price. If he gets into a slugfest, dirty, horrible game, then Price will always find his way out of there and scrap his way to a win. I mean, here's the thought, Charlie. Brandon says Chisholm missed way too many doubles tonight. That is an understatement. Three out of 20 on the outer ring to finish. Not g- nicked good. Nicked Not- good at all. 
not good at all. Um, and he'll be beating himself up over that one. Um, but yeah, I just felt like there was there was tiny moments in the game when you felt like it could that be the moment that Chisnell gets back into the game? Could that be the moment? And it just it just didn't materialise at all throughout the game. He only won three legs throughout the course of the match. And the, the doubles just, you know, he'll be beating himself up after tonight because it wasn't a performance that we were used to from, from Chizzy or from Price. And for Price to come out 3-0, it, you know, it kind of shows what sort of a, a scrappy encounter it was. Yeah, I mean, the big moment I thought second set was the 104, where Price checked out to go 2-0 in front after Chizzy got back into the into the set. Um, the, the whole the whole game wasn't great. Let's be frank about that no. now. Um, let's uh, tell you what we're going to do. Normally, you'd hear from the winner, uh, but this time we're not hearing from the winner. We're hearing from the loser, Dave Chisnell, and we will explain why in a moment. Because he had a bit of a say. It's a bit of a say about the crowd around Gerwin Price, which I think we need to discuss, gentlemen. In the second break, like I said, we had that little giggle. And I said, you, at least you got one supporter there. You know, we were just having a laugh a bit, but I feel for him sometimes. He's world number one, giving respect, that's all I can say. I knew he did, because that's what he does. That boy, when he wins and he's not playing well, he just knows how to win. I've been saying it for months and then, even if he's not playing well, he knows how to win. And he's done it again tonight. He, did, he, won, he won special. That wasn't special, but he just knows how to win. And fair play to him. So, here's the point. And by the way, Gob absolutely uh, absolutely nails it. Does his Nick Sergood. I have to completely agree, Gob. But we yeah. need to talk about this, gentlemen. And Cam, we'll come to you first on this. A very spicy interview uh, with Gerwin Price from Michael Bridge uh, from Sky Sports. You have to go off that because normally we have an interview with him. But tonight... We didn't do one. I'm not too sure why. We just, what, from what we've been told, he didn't do one. He didn't want to do one. Um, uh, and so he didn't do one with the, with the other media that were there in the venue. But that was a spicy interview from Gezi because it, he looked spicy throughout the entire night, to be frank about it. The walk on, he didn't no, normally, even though the crowd do give him some stick, he normally he laps it up, doesn't he? Like, but he, well, he high-fives the crowd, doesn't yeah. he? And walk on he walks it up. He, he, he enjoys being the pantomime villain. He didn't look like he wanted that tonight. No, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, he, for, But for also, me, like, what is Dave Chisholm doing sitting in an interview after he's lost saying, oh, was, oh, the crowd gave him a bit. Like, they're on your side. Take it and run with it and go and use that to your advantage. But it just seems a little bit like, why are you sat there going, Oh, they shouldn't give it him. Oh, he's so good. Like you just lost to him. Like you should have been taking that, running with it, and getting him on your side and going for it. Like, yeah. and it seems like he didn't fancy that tonight. No, I don't think he did. But like you say, Gob, there's so Charlie. This is a point from Gob. here. respect is earned. Being world number one is not a right. You need to carry yourself in a certain way. No, no, but, no, no. But, 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 no, he does. Hang he on, does hang carry on. himself in a certain way. No, but hang on, Cam. Just give me one second on this one, Charlie. I'll, I'll come to you here when I say this, is that I, do you think the crowd are being a bit too harsh potentially on him because of what happened in the slam against Simon Whitlock and Gary Anderson in 2018? Or do you think it's just that sort of thing where it's just carried on as a hangover from that? Because th th you do, you should respect the world number one. Like he is the best player on the planet at this moment in time, but the crowd have never seemed to warm to him. Yeah. They, from my whole experience really of watching they've never warmed to him um and that's just i think that's just 
the the way that he plays his game. He's very feisty and he, he gets it into the crowd no matter what he does. So for me, I think Price probably needs that bit of a battle with the crowd to get him going. That's what fires him up. That's what gets him. He's an ex-rugby player. You know, that's what rugby players are like. So I think it probably is, there's probably been issues in previous years that have probably riled the crowd up that, they, that they've that they seen what's happened. But as you mentioned, you, you know, he's number one. They, he should be respected, but he has to play what's in front of him. And if the crowd aren't going to be there, then they're not going to be there and he's still got to perform. I mean, Jamie makes a very good point when he says, "Is Price, if Price isn't bothered by the crowd, why was the whole interview about it? You know, it's a, it's a fair a fair point. Of course it bothers him. It does. Like, as much as he wants to be the guy that is sat there and like, I love being the part of Anne Villain. He doesn't. He wants to be loved. We all want to be loved at the end of the day. Like, we don't want to be sat here and be like, the guy that's booed off every day, do we? Like, as much as he might fire you up one day and you might have a good day, like, at the end of the day, we all want to be loved. We all want that adulation. And at the end of the day, he deserves it as well because he's the world number one. But if you keep playing on it, are people going to stop doing it? And they won't, especially not when they've had 15 pints of fucking Stella in the arena. <laughs> uh, 15 pints of beer in the arena. Um <laughs> But, but moving quickly on, uh, Malachi says uh, DRA fine for calling the crowd rubbish. No, there will be a DRA fine. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Barry will be on the phone uh, at some stage over that. Oh, sorry, no, it's an independent organisation. Mm. Uh, we're going to move on though because Gavin Price is in the semi-finals of the Boar Sports World Grand Prix. Rose asked why um, Chisel got an interview uh, because he was asked to do one and he did one. That was what he was like, and he was very very gracious, and we appreciate that for that. From from what I would say, I personally think he's bang on the money. You need to give him. The respect uh, that he deserves. He's the world number one. I, I like. I actually quite like the interview. I'll be honest with you with with, with Bridgie. I, I, I thought it was quite funny, to be quite frank. But there we go. Um, right, moving on. We're going to talk about the game that will see uh, Gerwin Price's opponent in the semi-finals tomorrow, and that is Stephen Bunting Cam. Who, again, this game more missed doubles than I've ever seen in my life. It felt like ten of twenty-nine for doubles on the checkouts for Bunting. 8 of 34 for Ryan Sell could have made his first PDC TV semi-final Charlie it was a it was a it was a strange old game this it was it was there was there were some really great moments in the game um and I loved watching it because you felt like both players had a period in the game where there was a was where there was a real momentum shift and I thought Stephen hung in really well in the game and once he got the momentum and he started to score well, you know, albeit there was a lot of missed doubles. Um, I thought he was a deserved winner. And, you know, it's, it's a shame because I really am a fan of Ryan Searle and I thought what he's been doing the last couple of years, he's, he's really grown into the tournaments. But, you know, Steve just had a little bit too much for him tonight. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that semi-final that you mentioned uh, a minute or two ago. Yeah, but just before we get to you, Cam, just a quick one here. Rose says, fair enough, it'd be good to see more lose interviews. Let's be frank about I it. I agree with that. Massively yeah. agree with that. Like, yeah, we'd love to do it. We'd love to do it, but sometimes... A lot things... of people don't want to do that. They don't. Yeah, that's, that's essentially what it is. Uh, yeah. Here's one for you, though, Cam. Jack says Ryan was robbed tonight. Would I thought he was robbed. Did he, he have a... Robbed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you was mean... he in the spa? He's in the spa. He's having a little nice time. <laughs> 
Uh, he says says Bronson did not deserve to win. Do we agree with that? Because I don't. No, not at all. No. I'm sorry. Like, it was a game where there was 55 missed doubles. Yes. You cannot argue with the fact that in a game where the finishing was as poor as that, the guy that comes out on top maybe didn't play particularly well, not anywhere near his best. But in that sort of a scrap, if he comes out on top, of course he deserves to win. He hit the ones that mattered. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, Jamie also says Ryan head shaking was worse than Barney's. I don't think I've ever seen that. Or Vincent's as well, to be fair. Look, yeah, but it I- looks worse because of all of his hair goes at the same time. <laughs> Look, I, personally, I, I, there, there isn't much more I don't think to talk about in this game because it wasn't a classic. Let's put it that way. Um, but Bunting gets the job done, and it's a second straight set play semi final for him, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, look, you can. I always believe that you can kind of tell when a player's in form because they'll they'll win, they'll win sometimes ways that aren't as pretty as we'd expect. So Price did that tonight, and I thought Bunting did that as well. And you know, the the drop off from Searle was quite evident as the game went on. When he doesn't, when he's not at his level during a game, he drops off massively. And Stephen just capitalised on that. He took his chances, and you know, it was a deserved win for him tonight. I thought so personally. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, I think I think that's a perfect way to end this uh, this talk on the game. And Cam, we will come to you to talk about the final quarter final, which is the first match of the night. Um, if you'd have told me that Danny Noppert is going into this semi final, yeah, I've, that, Cam's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're telling me that, that Danny Noppert's going into a semi final at the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix, one leg, uh, one set, sorry, yeah, the least out of anybody in the entire tournament. Uh, apart from Gezi, sorry, as well. Gezi's also dropped just one set. Does he? Oh, yeah. I missed that. Yeah, okay. it's yep. Merv. Um, yes. But you know what I mean? Like The fact, if you'd have told me that Noppert would have been alongside Price on that thing, I wouldn't have believed you. But this week, Danny Noppert is in form. Oh, he's gone again. Yeah, no, <laughs> no to be fair. Right, I'm going to stop taking the, yeah. uh, the, the mick. Right now, and Danny Nopper has been fantastic this week. And as much as I might not think he's the most interesting player in the world, absolute quality wise, he has been fantastic this week. And there is no taking that away from him. And he's probably been the best on the stage this week. Yeah, quality again. And to be fair, I thought he would be tonight. I didn't think, like, I don't think he's a player that you can get behind against. If you're struggling at the start, which Ian White's done all week, as soon as you're behind against Danny Hopper, he does not let you go. And he stays at the same level. He's consistent. He's not like out there. He's not going to throw you 120 average, but he just sticks at the same level and goes again and again and again, and he finishes you off. And I think that's what we saw again tonight. Yeah, Charlie, your thoughts on it? I mean... Would you have ever said that Danny Nopper coming through both Michael Van Gogh and, and then Vincent van der Voort was, ever, was going to make the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix semi-finals at the start of the week? I doubt it. Yeah, I, I was certain that MVG was going to beat him, to be honest. Um, <laughs> you all were. Was, a lot of well, we all were, yeah. By, uh, um, yeah we were, there was no you question. Know, you just got to look back at the game as a whole. And Danny Noppert's finishing was very impressive tonight. Three mm. out of the four sets that we saw, he had over 60, 60% or more on a check on these checkouts, which we haven't seen for the whole of the game at all. 
Nope. No. Very, very good. 52.38 in the end. Like, that's going to win you most games. Definitely. I think we might have just lost Charlie. We will try and get Oh, yes. Oh, hang on. In just a second. There he is. So, I'll tell you what we'll do. We will uh, play Danny Offput's interview, and then we will talk about Ian White very, very quickly. Uh, but he is not. Yeah, for, uh, for sure. I always believe, and uh, and yeah, I'm spe- speechless now at the moment. Sorry for it. But, yeah. There you go. He sounds, he sounds very, very speechless. And there we are. I think we've just lost Charlie for the moment. We will try and get him back uh, before. Uh, we end the show. Um, a word on Ian White, though, Cam. Um, once again, quarterfinals is the way that the way he, he, is that his level. We've seen it though, the amount of times. Yeah, I mean, I never claimed to be the biggest fan of Ian White, and I've been Chris, I've criticised him before for not doing it on the big stage when it's. When he's got the opportunity, but I don't know how long we can keep going on. Where he looks impressive for a long time and doesn't get results, and like the guy, oh, we lost Charles. We're all going now. <laughs> oh, we lost Charles now. But yeah, the the point I was making is the fact that like, yes, I don't even know why is oh, it's back. Happened there. Yeah, right, yeah. Our, our software's playing up absolutely tremendously this evening. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, why not? Why not? I, yeah. I, just, I just lose out of the come out of the broadcast for a second. Uh, sorry about that. Um, sorry, you were saying, Cam. <laughs> yeah, the the point is with Ian White, like there's only so many times you can see it keep happening and happening and happening. And this looked like a real opportunity for him. And if he's gonna ever do it on the stage and go and win something. This was probably his best chance. And Danny Hopper in a quarter final, if you'd offered him that at the start of the week, he'd have absolutely ripped your hand off for it. And he got bashed up by him. So when is he going to do something more than that? I, like, he's, he's a charismatic man in the interviews afterwards. But on the stage, he's not, exciting. He's not very exciting to watch and he doesn't get it done. So... What opportunities is he going to get outside of what he qualifies for? I just can't. Like, I don't know where he's going to go. Yeah, to be fair, by the way, yeah, G, you're absolutely spot on. I did just disappear like Gezi disappeared against Chizzy. Sorry, Chizzy disappeared against Gezi. Absolutely spot on there. <laughs> um, Charlie, you, your thoughts on, on Ian White because he's defended money. You know, he hasn't been playing great uh, because of the operation he's had on his arm uh, and on his elbow. But if he can... The thing is, he's got a semi-final to defend from the Players' Championships this where this year, shortly. But do we think that it could be the start of a, of, a, of an Ian White renaissance potentially? Yeah, potentially. I mean, I have, and I mean, he's you know he's what you see is what you get with Ian White, and you know he's not the most sort of the most lavish player and he'll just get the job done. So you know, I think he, he will have taken that after the last sort of. However long he's had, he's had had surgery, and you know, wherever he's had, he's he's had to sort of, he, he's probably been out of the game for a bit. He's not maybe not had as much practice. He, he may have had as much practice as he usually has, but I think he probably would have taken that. However, as you mentioned, this was probably his best opportunity 
given the field and and how he's got through some of the games. So, you know, we may be able to see a bit of a, rena- a renaissance from him, um, but he does need to take that next step up now and, and you know, really capitalising on these positions. That's a very, very good point. So there we are. Just a quick reminder of all of those results one more time for you then. This evening on the quarterfinal Thursday, the Ball Sports World Grand Prix, Danny Noppert 3, Ian White 1, Johnny Clayton 3, Christopher Tyski 2, Gerwin Price 3, Dave Chisnell 0, and Stephen Bunting 3, Ryan Searle 1. So then, as we can see across the screen, scrolling, if you are watching, if you're listening, we'll tell you the uh, semi-final lineup. Anyway, initially I was a bit like, what the bloody hell is Sky doing putting uh, Clayton versus Noppert second before the uh, the correct graphic was shown? Um, I, I don't like to criticise Sky very, very often uh, for the match choices, but I was about to go men- hard in on this show. Thankfully, they, they, they saw the error of their ways. Uh, Johnny Clayton against Danny Noppert starts us off on Friday, semi-final Friday at the Ball Sports World Grand Prix. And then it is Gerwin Price against Stephen Bunting in a rematch of that World Championship semi-final. Uh, first of four sets in those two games. The winners, of course, will meet in the final on Saturday. And it's now time to look ahead to those games. We'll start with Johnny Clayton against Danny Nopper. And uh, Charlie, we'll start with you on this one. Can this form continue for Noppy? I think it's going to be a really good game. And this is the one that I think could, you know, there could be highs and there could be lows of it. But as Cam mentioned earlier on, once Danny Noppert gets ahead, that might be the worry for Johnny Clayton. So I think it's he's got he's got to be so careful not to let it slip early doors. Because if Danny Noppert gets ahead, he could capitalise on it and kill the game there. But with the way Johnny Clayton's been playing, you wouldn't put it out as a fight back either. So whether we've seen the best of Noppert already this tournament, I'm not too sure. But this is going to be a really, really quality game and I expect it to go all the way. Who are you back in though? Who are you? Yeah, don't you can't try and dip out of there. Come on, Charlie. Uh I would I'm gonna go with Johnny Clayton. I think You're he gets the job done. I'm four three. Yeah, I think he beats Danny Noppert. Yeah, Cam, this is the big question. Is is I mean you, you, your favourite player of all time, Danny Nopper, obviously. But I always caveat this by thinking, you know what, Johnny Clayton's on a great run. But remember, there have been certain occasions where you think he's just starting. I know the Premier League final and all that sort of stuff, but it's his first ranking TV semi final since the Players Championship in 2019. I think if memory says correct. No, sorry, UK Open 2020. So this is a big one, I think, for John for Johnny. And this is where I'm a little bit. This is where I'm a little bit worried. For him, I think. And remember of this as well, right? You, sorry, European Championship semi-final, of course, in 2020. Excuse me. So he's, he's been on there. He's been in there before. And the advantage that he'll get of that, I think, is very, very important. But he's occasionally prone to a bad performance. And I don't know whether, I don't know whether that bad performance has happened tonight. No, 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 I'm not having it. I can't believe you tried to bait me into the fact that my favorite. <laughs> I was just trying not to not to just dig myself a hole again where I just attack a man that's played very well for the entire tournament. But I just think Johnny Clayton is a much better dark player than him. And especially the last year. Since he's found that going, since that World Cup win with with Gezi, 
he has been a different animal and I don't think that Dan Knoppert has that level. I think he'll play well. I think he'll compete, but I think he gets beaten 4-2 because Johnny Clayton is just, he has another level and it's all so much more interesting. And I tried not to say it and I've said it now. Hmm. <laughs> I, look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think this is the end of the line for Noppy. I really do. Yeah. I think that look, and this is going to be Johnny Clayton's time. He's he's obviously made a few uh, rank, uh, non-ranking finals. He's won the Masters. He's won the Premier League. He hasn't ever, though, made a PDC TV ranking final. And I think it is going to be that. I think it's going to be 4-2. I'm agreeing with you there, Cameron. And uh, it will be a half of the World Cup team from Wales in 2020 will be in that World Grand Prix final on Saturday. The big question is, who do we think will play him? Will it be Gerwin Price getting the repeat of the World Championship semi-final or will Stephen Bunting get his revenge and make the final of the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix? Cameron, we will go to you first. So, last night, on this, on this very show, when God put the poll up in the chat, Mm. I was yes to the old world final and I'm taking it back. I'm pulling it back. And I am firmly in the camp of Stephen Bunting. And I think he's playing so well that he might just have enough to get himself through to the final. And I think it'll be close. He's not it's not gonna be wide either way this game. And I think it's four three. But I think he might just get that revenge and get himself into the final. Wow. Uh, that's a bold call. Uh, is it that bold, though? Is it that bold, though? Like, the guy's playing fantastically. Yeah, but he was crap tonight. Even he'll admit that. That's one, one, one off game. That's it. He's got it out of the way. Now he's back. Fair enough. A gob's. Uh... Gob's really trying really hard to uh, basically not have the World Cup final. Uh, How much does Gob hate Mark Webster? Like, what is that? What is that about? Like, I don't think he hates Webby. I just think he hates the fact that Webby, well, might be a little bit biased towards the Welsh, but that's beside the point. We've flashed up uh, scores. A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, Jamie makes a good point. Webster on commentary for the All Wales final. Oh, Johnny, yes, go in my ears. I mean, look, let's be frank about it. Look, it'll be interesting, let's put it that way. I think a lot of I mean, we flashed up scores as well um, in the chat room. A lot of people going for Nopper and Bunting, weirdly enough, uh, saying that. A couple of people also going for Clayton and Price. Charlie, whereabouts are you going? Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people um, have got their predictions in, and they're expecting Price to, to, you know, on one scale you've got Bunting winning, and on the other you've got Price absolutely walking it. So I don't think it'll be a walkthrough. I think Price gets the job done, but I think it will be a very good game. I think Bunting is in some really good form at the moment, so I expect him to to give it a tough, um, to give Price a really tough running. I don't think Price will play as badly as he did tonight. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how the crowd react tomorrow after the comments that were made tonight from Price, whether that will, whether something will, you know, jeer them up or, or what will happen. But I do expect Price and uh, and Clayton to be battling that out in the final um, and an all Welsh final. Well, this is where I'm going to go a little bit rogue. Because if you remember that World Championship semi-final, Stephen Bunting went 4-1 up on Gavin Price. 
three or three of one or four one. I think it might have been four one up on going price and going price turning around and one. No, it was three one and then going price won uh, at five the next six sets. Excuse me. However, what I do think is that the crowd are going to have a massive part to play in it. Both of them, both of them going getting off the legs tonight were dreadful and there's no there's no sugarcoating it. And I think both of them were missing a shit ton of doubles as well. But it's all going to be about who gets that many. And I'm going to go rogue. Sod it. I think Stephen Bunting wins. And I think Stephen Bunting wins his 4-2. I'm not even going to go seven set decider. I'm going to go he goes 4-2. Because, and I will bang this drum until I am blue in the face and the drum is broken. Set play is beautiful because that fifth leg decides darts matches. And then That's the where it's lost. That is where it's one lost. And also, more importantly than that, which I need to get onto this point, is the fact that Johnny Clayton could have been six legs ahead tonight against Christopher Tyski, but Buster one three four, and he's bat level. Simple and as plain as that. Um, Jack, you're wrong about that when it comes to Mardle. He's not the worst commentator of all time. There's 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 there's, there's a couple that we can. Uh, uh, Jack Hawkins in the comments. Uh, well, he's uh, not. The best. He's the best analyst in the business. No matter what people might think of him. And, Anything like no, that? No. He's not the best analyst in the business. He's up there, though. Yeah, but he's also the best analyst in the business. I'm, I'm uh, not on it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, anyway, I'm not going to argue on that. Like, but yeah, yeah. Besides, yeah Marlo, I have no problems with whatsoever. I think he's up there as well. But I'd have Nico first. G says, by the way, going back to the point there. G says there, Gerwin can't miss on double top. He missed a shed turn tonight. He and did actually. Awesome. He missed a lot tonight. Yeah. And tens as well. Yes, and that's where I think Stephen Bunting will will, will will come through, and I think Bunting will do it. I think it'll be four two to Stephen Bunting, so it will be Johnny Clayton against Stephen Bunting in the final of the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. And um, to be fair, out of the options, wouldn't we both in, all enjoy that more than any of the other finals? No, I, I'd like to see Clayton versus Price because I'd like to see Clayton could actually get over the hump against Price because we saw in the world match play that it wasn't really great between the pair. I think pair. he can, though. But is, is there a block there? Like... I, think he, I think he can. I think he can. It's just when it happens on the on the telly. That's the biggest thing in this. But uh, but yeah. there we go. Gentlemen, we are out of time. It's coming towards uh, quarter past midnight if you're watching this live. Uh, it's around about 40 minutes since we started. So thank you very, very much uh, for sticking with us uh, throughout the world, wherever in the world you have been watching and listening to the show. Uh, Cam McFarling, Charlie Hopper, thank you very, very much indeed for joining us here on the night where it was uh, no problems for Napoli. Clayton comes through a classic price, powers past Chisnell and Bunting beats Searle. What a quarterfinal night it was at the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. Semi-final Friday, we'll see Johnny Clayton against Danny Knopper and Gerwin Price against Stephen Bunting. If you pick that at the start of the week, let's be frank about it, you're lying to yourself. Uh, yep. no and day. give us the last three numbers right Please. now. Your admittance is 153 million to, uh, on Friday night. Oh, I we're too late for that now, mate. We're going to have to go for tomorrow night. <laughs> no, 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 Friday. Friday's Euro millions is 153 mil, so please. Oh, it is, uh, yeah. So there we go. Uh, thank you very, very much indeed for watching. Really do appreciate it. If you haven't liked or subscribed to the show, please do so right now. It really helps us uh, massively. Uh, and just leave a little comment as well. Thank you very, very much indeed uh, for everybody that's been watching us live on YouTube. But thank you very much to everyone that's been downloading as a podcast. Uh, for everybody's sake, Jack Gobbigar will back in the hot seat tomorrow. He will be reacting to night six, semi-final Friday at the Boyle Sports World Grand Prix. Gob, you know I love you, mate. I do hope you get home safe and just dry your eyes, mate. Yeah, I know it's hard. To take. I know it's hard. To take. It's hard to take how much this pain hurts, 
but you've got to walk away now. And, got to wake up. Oh my! And in the words, and in the words of your great man, Lucas. I like it. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> and now, what are we? What are we, John? Now? Yeah, we. Hang on. Oh yeah, Christ. Yeah, hang on. We are everybody. Yeah, we'll see you guys later on. Thanks very much. Have a great day. Enjoy yourselves and we'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye, I'm Boyle Sports, World Grand Prix. This has been the Fallout Bar. Take it easy. Good night. I like it. He's not got one more time. Boyle Sports, World Grand Prix on Sky Sports. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakre.